blossoming, blossoming moments. Goodbye 2022. Welcome, welcome 2023 to everyone to the second season to Today I'm Alive. A special welcome to those who are joining us for the first time. I'm your host, Margaret Aberdeen, wishing you all a happy and prosperous kickstart to this blossoming new year, new life, new beginning, filled with light, peace and love. How are you feeling that this magnificent, jubilant new year is unfolding? Happy? Excited? Overwhelmed? Enthusiastic? I trust you all had a joyful and momentum festive season with your family and friends, even if you spend it on your own. I envision 2023 as an extraordinary rocketing year filled with innovation, new discoveries about life and ourselves, along with stretching our imagination and creativity to create the life we want. I am not officially qualified to give any professional advice of any kind, though I have some background in psychology and have studied cognitive behavior therapy. I am only speaking of my insights from my own personal experiences and transformation. Wow, today I'm alive. A new beginning. I'm so glad to be back with you following our break. Believe me, I needed it. For those who listened to the last episode in 2022, Benefits of Being Happy Alone. If you recall what I said about embracing your alone time, well, I did exactly that with the natural flow of my mind. Being consciously present, I spent most of my time enjoying my own company. I was not too active on social media platforms, emails, and WhatsApp. I did a bit of socializing with a few friends, some voluntary work, watched a few Netflix movies and documentaries, read a couple of books, one of which I will share with you soon, and continued my usual mindful early morning walks around the river. Oh, this granted me time to unwind and reflect and set my intentions as to what I'm to accomplish in 2023. Oh, I feel fired up and alive, recharged, refreshed, and raring to go and unwrap and share solutions, treasures, gifts, and blessings that are constantly flowing into my life with you. Now, how did you spend your time during the festive season? Please do share on social media platforms. Any new listeners joining me today, if you wish to learn more about Today I'm Alive, the previous episodes are available on Spotify, Google, and Apple. As the light of the new year continues to cascade around us, the chance to start fresh to re reinvent yourself and your life. And what better time to do that than the new year? Oh, I love new beginnings. My intention is to kick off 2023, Today I'm Alive, with a bang of rock with your life, your age, be your own valentine, and who you truly are, without giving two hoots about what others think. Now, before diving in, Let's pause to reflect on what we have accomplished in 2022 and more importantly, how to manifest what we wish for 2023. Often that leads us to examine our life's purpose. Just taking a few moments to pause, reflect and create our intentions for the new year can really help us gain perspective on what matters and what can be ignored. For me. 2023 
started with a three-day body detoxing and joining a yoga class. Along with my usual early morning mindful walks around the river, embracing silence of gratitude, serenity and stillness, mindfully looking at my gratifying surroundings, I felt a deeper inner peace and awareness and paused to reflect 2022 on the things I have accomplished. Living one day at a time, being mindfully grateful for what I presently have in my life, networking and aligning with like-minded, positive people. Oh, launching Today I'm Alive, hiring someone to market it on social media platforms and finding a publisher for my second book. Also, learning to say no and ask for support when necessary. Stop caring about what people said I should or shouldn't do and listen to my own inner tutor, which some of you may call God, Allah, the divine, etc. Oh yes, as I said in episode 22, your greatest wealth is your health. Taking more responsibility for my health and well-being and removing toxic people from my life. Now, here I am in the present, ecstatically ecstatic with excitement about what I accomplished in 2022. I rewarded myself by having a whole body massage. Oh, it felt so good. Listeners, why don't you try it? Pause, think and write down what you have accomplished in 2022 and also reward yourself. You deserve it. Like it or loat it. 2023 is a new chapter opening in your life that is about to begin. Embrace it. Even if your life has been deeply painful at times and 2022 wasn't exactly how you envisaged it to be, get ready to make the most of it. Despite all the breaking social media news, I am a believer that you can still embrace 2023 with a sense of gratitude, passion, persistence, and mindfulness, acknowledging the reality of the present moment in order to tackle new goals and dreams. Every year, millions of people look forward to the new year for a new start. They set New Year's resolution and goals and tend to go in a haste like they're running a race to fulfill them. I, I am not a believer in setting resolution and goals. I usually set intention with a vision of an end result, which I will share with you another time. I am sure you know the most common New Year resolution and goals people make is exercising more, eating healthier and losing weight. Oh, no wonder during my early morning walks, I saw a few people jogging around the river. Usually at that time in the morning, I selfishly have the world to myself without a human being in sight. Now, now the question is, why do many people drop their resolutions and goals within the first week like a hot potato? I can't recall where I read why people fail in following through with their goals and resolutions. It is something to do with a lack of resilience, coming out of their comfort zone, a lack of time, resources, or motivation, or just a simply loss of zeal after starting. However, many of us are not aware of our autopilot thinking patterns and that they are a hindrance to us achieving our goals. 
Now just think about it. Most of us are too much in a hurry to achieve our goals. Another major obstacle, people seem to be influenced by their friends, their families, and what they see in society. And also, too much thinking and procrastinating, not enough doing. Like the ritual, I should do, act, or feel better. I should go to the gym every day, I should eat healthier, I should stop smoking, I should cut down on drinking, I should stop thinking this way, I shoulda, I shoulda, I coulda, I woulda. Or they may know what they want, but not why they want it. Or simply they don't believe in themselves. With those concepts, I did some research, and this is what I came up with. We tend to make new resolutions and goals with old habits by adding new resolutions to all resolutions and new goals to all goals. It's great to have this objective to want to better ourselves, to accomplish a personal goal or to break a habit. But what if we haven't manifested what we want with our old resolution and goals? Food for thought. We all are whom we think we are. We are all what we repeatedly do. If you keep on thinking what you are thinking, you will keep on thinking what you are thinking. If you keep on doing what you are doing, you will keep on getting what you are doing. Does that make sense? It's a bit like mental diarrhea. A maze of unwanted, repetitive thoughts that keeps us chained from striving towards our goals, constantly injecting fear, uncertainty, and perceived risks that deter progress towards both professional and personal goals. So, let's just do something different to start off the new year, 2023. During the festive holiday, a friend referred me to a mind-changing book called Ikadai, spelled I-K-I-G-A-I. My son speaks Japanese, so I had to ask him how to pronounce it. The Japanese Secret to a Long and Happy Life by Hector Garcier and Francis Mirrorless. The word Ikadai means a reason to live life or a reason for being. Your ikadai is your personal meaning of life in relation to your talents, passions, and profession, as well as what you can give to the wider world, which brings you joy and inspire you to leap out of bed each day. Holy tornado, dumbfoundedly speechless, the word fantastic doesn't even begin to describe the book's contents especially the part about setting good riddance goals. Those words totally blew my mind. What an eye-opener. We are so accustomed to setting new goals to accomplish what we want in life. Man, this is hot press news. I have not heard this phrase before. If any listeners have, please message me or share it on Facebook. I would like to hear your views. As I continue reading this powerful book, still drenched in astonishment and curiosity. I came across another eye-opener. Get rid of the things that make you fragile. I read the sentence three times for it to marinate in my subconscious mind. 
My interpretation is getting rid of things that makes you weak, things that have you stuck. Similar to what I repeatedly said in episode 9, our thoughts can make us sick. Suppressing traumatic emotion is like mental constipation. For instance, self-sabotaging, living too much in the past and future, toxic people, negative thought patterns and habits that generate loss and prevent you from learning, growing and evolving to achieve what you want in life. To take it a step further, it has come to my understanding that suppressing unresolved goals have a negative ripple effect on all aspects of your life. It not only impacts your performance, leadership, ability and productivity at work, but also harms your personal relationship with others. As the new year unfolds, even if you have an action plan to achieve your goals, all of us have some old goals that we don't want to do. I suspect you might have things in your life that you have been telling yourself and other people, perhaps for years and years, that you want to fulfill, and you haven't yet done them. Things that you want to learn or do, and you haven't yet done or learned. Let's stop and think. Thinking shapes our quality of life. I'm a big believer that we are responsible for our lives and in control of how we choose to respond to whatever we encountered in our life. If we have a positive outlook, our lives will reflect that mentality. And the same is true if our outlook is negative. With the concept of what I read in the book, Ikidai, a light bulb automatically switched on in my mind. The new year offers a clean slate, a fresh start, a new beginning, an opportunity to better our lives. So what about instead of setting new goals, setting good riddance to all habitual goals of what we don't want in our lives? This can even have a better impact to accomplish what we want in our lives. I know what some of you may be thinking. The common saying is to focus on what you want in your life, not what you don't want in life. And I am sure I may have repeatedly said that in previous episodes. But now, after reading Ikadai, this mind and life-changing hands-on book, which I suggest you read, I am gaining a deeper perspective on life as I age. My brain feels revitalized and is learning new ways to continue my life purpose in helping others rise like the phoenix after traumatic experiences. So, if you're tired of struggling with the same old, same old habitual goals, here are seven ways to get rid of them. Are you ready to break through and unleash your long-standing blocks, fears and frustrations and create new results in 2023? Grab a notebook, a pen and a cup of tea and write down anything that comes to mind while listening. Here goes. Number one, identify what you don't want. I expect you to know this too. 
But I want to make sure this doesn't become a point of confusion. Every thought, feeling, and attitude, you and you alone are responsible for them. Doubtful thoughts kills your goals. As I said several times, the mind is like a garden. Pluck out those negative weeds and allow positive seeds to blossom. They are there under layers and layers of programmed toxin habits. Number two, identify what you want. You are in the driver's seat of your mind. Choose consciously and commit to setting the goals with the intention you are deeply inspired to create. Start by taking small steps, not big leaps so you can stay on course until you get the end result. To do that, visualize what you want in the now. If you can see it, you can be it. If you can visualize it, you can reach it. Number three, fear of the unknown. Everyone has fear. It's a natural reaction in the human being. I would like to share this extract from my book, Priceless Rose of a Mother, available from Amazon. Chapter 7, Mothers Rock With Your Rose. One of our biggest battles of the mind is fear. Fear of the unknown. This great fear of the unknown causes people to sabotage themselves. It fuels them with not to have trust in themselves, not to take action and to stay in their comfort zone. According to Marion Williamson in her book, A Return to Love, our deepest fear is not what we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Everything you want is on the other side of fear. I can vouch for that. After having a near-death experience, as I shared with you in episode 3, my spirit is my soulmate. Number 4. Get rid of toxin people from your life. Throughout life, you will encounter toxin people. It is simply unavoidable. There is a saying, People come into your life for a reason and a season. In the autumn season, getting rid of toxin people in, in your life is like, is like leaves falling from the trees to the ground. Speaking from my own experience, in 2022, I was in a, in a relationship with a guy for a few months. Oh, we started off with great conversation that stimulated my interest and intellect. But as time pursued, the relationship started draining, draining my energy, which became a burden to my mind and my lifestyle. And can you believe it even distracted me from doing my early morning walks and daily meditation? Unbelievable. I ended that relationship, cutting off all contacts. Not too long after, I plucked him out of my life. Oh, I launched Today I'm Alive podcast. If you wish to learn more about how to get rid of toxin people, listen to episode 10. Focus on yourself and less than others. Number five, 
Stop snacking between meals. I know this is easier said than done. We all know eating fast processed junk food and too many sweets are a hazard to our health and well-being. So instead of setting a resolution to change your entire diet, start by changing what you eat for breakfast or eat small portions rich in vegetables, which are typically served like the Japanese. Go for a brisk walk three or four times a week for about 30 minutes and you will burn up about 100 to 200 calories. Drink more water. I am a tofu fan, which is a low-calorie food that's high in protein and may help you feel fuller for longer so you eat less. Number six, avoid spending time doing things you do not enjoy. What do you love? What are you good at? What can you be paid for? What does the world need? These concepts are from Ika Dai, the book I am hooked on. It stuck with me. Imagine, just imagine what it would be like if you could do what you love doing. Saying good riddance to the old ways of working and embracing your life purpose as I am presently doing. Finding meaning in what you are doing and enjoying it. Number seven. Don't spend your life on social media platforms. This is perhaps one of the greatest distractions we face today. How many of us pick up our smartphone just to check the email, but end up seeing a ton of other stuff that doesn't relate to our goals whatsoever? By the time we unplug from it, a precious hour that we have had to work on our goals is gone. Now that I have showered you with how to get rid of all habitual goals, remember, just remember, doubt is a nagging voice in your head. The only way to defeat doubt is to believe in yourself. Everything can be taken from man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. That's one of my favorite quotes from Victor Frank's book, Man's Search for Meaning. Now, just before I wrap up, I want to leave you with a little exercise. Take a piece of paper and write all your old habitual goals on it. Crumble the paper and burn it. See the flames and the smoke rise and the ashes, removing your emotional attachments. They're gone. Now, now you are ready to create new goals for 2023, the new year. After doing the exercise, please share on social media platforms what goals you let go of and burn because they no longer work for you. Now, I would just like to leave you with one of my verses. Today, you are alive. Today is all you have. Make the most of it. Make it momentum. Make it worth remembering because you, yes, you are worth it. My name is Margaret Aberdeen. Tune in next week for another episode of Today I'm Alive. Share with your friends and family and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. To hire me for talks and events, please email me on info at margaretaberdeen.com.
Today I'm alive. Today I'm alive. And I'm feeling good.